All right, so we're here with our manager of events, Sarah Rizzi, with a Walk for Wishes recap. Sarah, let's let's dive right in. Uh, share with our listeners, for those that may not have been able to be present that day, just a couple weeks ago, a couple Sundays ago, um, share with our listeners what the walk was about. And, um, and actually, let's call back even to our previous conversation in episode 40 that we recorded back in early September. The goal for our walk at that point was 10 wishes. So share with our listeners how many wishes did we actually hit with and how much money was raised at our walk that took place over at FDR State Park on October 17th. Well, thank you so much for having me back. I'm so happy to be able to give this recap. We had an amazing day. It was a beautiful, sunny, bright day at FDR Park. Uh, we had an original goal of 115000 which was going to raise enough for about 10 wishes. And we ended up raising just under 185000 and still counting, um, which is equivalent to about 24 wishes. So the day of, we ended up having about 350 people on site. Um, and in total, we had about 460 people fundraising for us with 41 teams. So that alone was just an amazing turnout. We were so excited about that. And it was really just so wonderful to see the whole community come back together and everybody walking for wishes and walking to support this amazing cause. So it was it was really amazing to see everyone come back together after being apart for so long. Absolutely. And, and again, to remind our listeners, this was our first in-person event in over a year and a half. Um, and this year's walk was among the highest attended in the history of the event. Um, we could maybe even say that it's probably the one that raised the most money as well in the 15 year history of the walk. What do you think was, was the secret sauce, let's say that made the walk so successful? I think this year, honestly, um, the biggest factor was that we used to have a registration fee and we got rid of it. So it was for a free event for people to attend this year. And that definitely increased our participation tremendously. Um, but also, you know, I think people were just ready for an event and they were ready to come out and show their support. So I think this was really exciting that, you know, everybody was just ready to come and celebrate and see um, see their friends again, see the community all together again. So I think that people were just ready. They were ready to, to come hang with us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that surprised me the most probably was how many wish families we had in yeah. at the walk in attendance. I mean, we definitely had a lot of teams return to um, a few people who haven't participated in a few years, but found out we are doing this event again. And they signed up and brought their family. So it was really nice to connect with all of those people again as well. Definitely. And it was cool too, because one of the things that helped kick off the entire walk was a helicopter flyover by the Westchester County Police, which was pretty amazing because when we first started the walk back in 2006, the first couple of years that we were, that we had the event, we always hosted it over at uh, uh, Wright Playland. And uh, if for those that are familiar with the area, Wright Playland is literally right next to the hub for the Westchester County Police. And um, having the helicopter was very much a part of our early walks. And so to have it back again, this time at FDR State Park was something really cool. And I think everyone that walked that day really enjoyed having this helicopter kind of fly over in our new route, which also, you know, share with our listeners a little bit about our new route and, and the secret that, or the surprise moment that we had 
planned. Share with our listeners, for those that were unable to be there that night, that day, share with them what it was. Sure. So we had about a mile and a half walk. It was all flat, very nice. Uh, And along that route, we had a special moment called our wishing way, which is where we told a little story about our 35 year anniversary. And we shared some really great milestone wishes with everyone. Um, I think, you know, one of my favorites was the first one was to go to see the Nutcracker. Um, So it gave people a little bit of insight as to what our 35 year history was. Uh, And I think people really enjoyed seeing all the different wishes that happened throughout history and how much they've grown and how the wishes have changed throughout the years. So that was a really fun part of the walk, very interactive. And uh, we had some nice balloon arches going into it. So people took some pictures around it and it was a very magical, inspirational moment of the walk. Uh, But yeah, it it sounded, everyone was done with the walk fairly quick this year compared to previous years. (laughs) Yeah. And and actually that's the other thing that was also really surprising because one, we really really didn't know how many people were actually going to show up at the walk. So, yeah. you know, again, you mentioned we had over 460 people that registered, you know, to help us fundraise for this event. We had about 350 on site that same day. Um, but what was cool about it was that everybody, after they finished the shorter walk, people hung out. People were having yeah. coffee, you know, by the espresso guys. They were having ice cream that was being given out by Ben and Jerry's of Mount Kisco. You mentioned the balloon arches, which was provided by by who? Beyond Twisting Parties. So Josie, uh, for those that are listening, is one of our longtime volunteers, along with her husband, Darian. Um, and they have supported our chapter for so long. They, you know, Darian is a wish grantor as well. So it was kind of cool to bring them back into the fold of our events. And, and yeah. share with our listeners some of the other vendors that were there that day. Um, and we'll be sure to share a link in the show notes to those vendors if you guys want to support them you know, throughout the year. Uh, We also had some fruit donated by ShopRite. Um, In the area that day, too, we had uh, Rascal the Renegade and Hudson Valley Renegades there doing some raffles. And um, Rascal was taking pictures with all the kids. It was really fun. Uh, All a bunch of photography was done and drone work was done by um, Aviated Precision. We had the WHUD fun crew there. Uh, and our food vendors this year were the espresso guys who gave out some free coffee and hot chocolate to all of our walkers. It was a little bit chilly that morning. <laughs> um, and then we had Ben and Jerry's from Mount Kisco. They're serving ice cream, you know, to just give people that little sugar kick after <laughs> they were finished. Um, and then just a few other shout outs. We had, uh, Rana photography, um, and also Sign Extreme did all of the signs for us around the park. So we're very thankful to them. We also would like to thank Storm DJs and um, Yorktown Ambulance Corps and FDR State Park Management uh, who helped us plan the whole thing. So we had a lot of really great vendors there. Uh, a lot of people doing raffles and handing stuff out. Um one really fun one. They were a sponsor of ours, but we also had Spavia giving out five minute massages, which was really great too. So we hope to have them back again next year doing that because our participants loved it this year. So yeah, we it was a, a lot of people coming together and people had a really fun time. That's awesome. <laughs> and for those that were there that day, you know, right across from Spavia was our Make-A-Wish swag tent. So we talked about yeah. that during the previous episode that we chatted about the walk. And, you know, one of the, again, surprising things that we, that we 
kind of happened with the walk was how popular the crew neck was, right? Yeah. So what ended up happening was the incentive was so strong for people to raise that $350 to get the crew neck that we actually ended up selling out of them, um, which is really incredible. So that means enough people raised $350 in order for us to sell out. The good news is that because it was so popular, we are going to add a crew neck sweater option in our online store. So for those that are listening, stay tuned to our social platforms because as soon as it's up and running, we'll be sure to share out a link so that you guys can get your own, you know, Make-A-Wish, you know, crew neck sweater. Yes, it was very exciting. And also, you know, people really loved um, the little shoe pin that you can collect as a part of our 35th anniversary. Um, and we also, you know, all of the walk t-shirts, you got to choose from three different colors. Actually, I was kind of surprised the black ones were the most popular. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran out of black. Uh, so that was really awesome. So something to think about, maybe we'll add a black t-shirt option in our store. So for those that are, you know, also interested, maybe that's something that, uh, we'll, we'll consider to add. Yeah. So yeah, it's great to hear see in real time the feedback from our supporters. And, you know, that's the kind of information that is helpful for us so that we can plan and provide the swag that you guys want. So it's it's always great to see that. Um, one other thing that we did do at the walk was we also presented uh, awards to certain people that reached you know, certain achievements. So let's share with our listeners who was the individual that raised the most funds at our walk this year. That was Christopher Feldman. And he was a part of the team, Keep Calm and Wish On, who happened to be the top fundraising team this year as well. Absolutely. And then we also had the, the company that raised the most funds, which was one of our you know longtime supporters of our walk. So who was that? That was Tompkins Mayapak Bank this year. Um, they really went above and beyond this year um, to raise money within their branches for us. And they really did an incredible job with that. So they've, they've raised almost $15,000, which is crazy. Which is wild. Yeah. So Tompkins Mayapak Bank, thank you guys so much for your continued support of our chapter. And so share with our listeners a little bit about you know, the other award we presented, which was a surprise for our president and CEO, Tom Conklin, who is retiring at the end of this calendar year. And this actually was the first uh, in-person event that we were able to really publicly celebrate him. So share with our listeners a little bit about the Walk for Wishes Legacy Award that was presented to him. And what does it mean for our participants moving forward? Yes. So we introduced this new award this year. So we have been doing this event now for 15 years and Tom has been a big part of the event from the very beginning. So moving forward with this award, what we are looking to do is to award it to a participant or a team or a company who has reached certain milestones um, with their fundraising, but we would like it to be something very special for people moving forward and something that people strive for in trying to earn. Um, it is an honor what Tom has done for this chapter and for this walk, and we wanted to make sure that people were aware that he did that for us. And, you know, he's been a huge part of it from the very beginning. So. Absolutely. So shout out to all of our walk participants. This is a call to action to all of you guys moving forward, because as we start developing the, the criteria for 
those that would be able to be eligible to receive the Walk for Wishes Legacy Award. Um, everybody is a possible winner, right? So if you guys have been supporting our walk since those early years in 2006 and on, you know, you probably have a very good chance of winning this award moving forward in, in future years. So um, definitely we're going to be sharing some more information as we get closer to our next walk. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing about our walk and everything that happened this past year. And we look forward to seeing everybody for our 16th annual Walk for Wishes Walkathon. So Sarah, thank you so much for the time. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you again for having me. I'm so thankful for everybody who came out and supported this event. It was truly an incredible moment to look around and just see all the smiling faces and see everyone so happy just to be back together. and. Um, we cannot do what we do without the help and support of everyone in our community. So I will say it until I'm blue in the face, but thank you so much for everything. It, you guys really truly made this an, an incredible event. To our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission. Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy.